you ain't first, you're last. Welcome to the If You're Not First or Last Fantasy Football Podcast. We're heading to week 12, and this is the podcast giving you the rundowns of the If You're Not First or Last Fantasy Football League. Fantasy Commissioner Alan Byrne here, alongside as ever, Boo earns himself, Owen Byrne. Owen, what's cracking? Hey, Al, another great week of games, another great week of fantasy. Lots to dive into. It's just great. Some of us are in the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man. The the, the, the Fancy League had some doozies this week. Uh, some big games. We said it was a pivotal week. It turned out to be that way for some. And, uh, yeah, lots to get into this week. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's a great week. It's a great week. Uh, we're going to start off with some news. Uh, more uh, big injuries this weekend. Uh None more so than rookie sensation Joe Burrow took a nasty one. What do you know? Yeah, um, Joe Burrow went down. Looks like he's going to be out for. He's going to be out at least this this season. Um, maybe most of next season too. Typically, uh, the timeline for his recovery is typically nine to twelve months. It differs for every player, but. He could be uh, sitting most of next season as well. Torn uh, ACL and MCL. Yeah. And some structural damage. Man, too. it was... It sounds nasty. Yeah. Oh, it, was, it was hard to look at when I saw it. And uh, <laughs> I had uh, I had Matthew uh, with me when I saw it. And I was like, oh, my God. And he was like, what happened? I was like, oh, somebody got hurt. <laughs> I was like, oh, it was nasty. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, more big injury news this weekend, very uh, uh, impacting on our league. Bo Scarborough uh, has torn his hamstring and will miss the remainder of the season. Oh, 16-round draft pick jokes, uh, Bo Scarborough. Yeah, uh, on, the plus side, he, on the plus side, he may come back fresher next year, so might be a slight sleeper pick. If you're asleep. Yeah, could be worth a keeper even. There you go. There you go. Uh, other news. Uh, Joe Mixon got placed on IR. Drew B's got placed on IR. Um, looks like it's Taysom Hill show going forward uh, for now, I know. Yeah, I feel like every time they report on Drew Brees, he has more broken ribs. I think the count yeah. is 11 now at the moment. That's yeah, went from like five to eleven uh, daily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It goes up one every day. Yeah, well, keep finding him. Maybe I don't know. Maybe, but yeah, he's gone for at least another two weeks. Uh, at least another two weeks. Uh, but uh, be tough to see him back in 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 regular season uh, action. Probably saving him for playoffs at this point, which means that he's likely to be gone for fantasy for this season. Yeah, you would, a tough uh, loss for uh, you would for Cleveland sure, Steamers. For sure, think so. Yep, yeah. uh, sucks for me. Yeah, but on the Absolutely. plus side, uh, players trying to come back this week are um, 
Rashad Penny, running back, uh, Seattle Seahawks. Um, and my uh, uh, running back, uh, Austin Eckler. He's uh, looking like he's going to be back at training at least this week. Yeah, and looking good from the uh, snippets we see online, videos, etc. He's looking strong and he's uh, told his fancy managers to look out. Here he comes. So we'll arrange yeah. to be seen. Yeah, he's expected to be activated off IR, but may not actually play for the Chargers this weekend. But expected to be activated off IR. Yeah. Back at training. Alrighty. Uh, other league. There you go. There you go. Other, other league news is that this week uh, we've no bye week for any teams this week. Full slate of games, which includes a Thanksgiving feast of football. Three games on Thursday night, starting from half five. Um, so everyone needs to get their lineup set. We're recording here Wednesday morning. So uh, you'll get your podcast later Wednesday, hopefully, and uh, get those lineups set for Thursday night action. Yeah, it's 100% of the reason I'm not going to work tomorrow. Upgraded from 80% <laughs> last week. Nice, nice. Uh, other league news is that uh, in weeks 15 and 16, which are going to be the championship fantasy semifinals and final, we're going to have Saturday night action, which is, uh, you yeah, know, just more football. It's spread across the weekend. It's all gravy. Yeah, week uh, week 15, we'll see a double header on the Saturday night. And week 16 is... Uh, the weekend of Christmas, and there is no Thursday night game. It's on Christmas Day instead. On Christmas Day. Ho, ho, ho. All righty. Someone's getting Someone's cold be in celebrating their Christmas on Christmas weekend. Yeah, and someone's getting the championship trophy. Yeah. Of which we need to talk about. So we are going to arrange uh, a championship trophy, which we haven't got around to yet. Uh and the trophy won't be handed over until we can uh, kind of get together to do so. But uh, I'll put it out there uh, on the WhatsApp group this week, maybe, and we might uh, just chip in a few pounds, and together we'll uh, we'll get something nice for the winner and something gaudy for uh, for the loser. Yeah, there's definitely going to be a gaudy element to both, but more gaudy for the loser. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Which is becoming clearer as we get into this week's rundown. Week 11 was a pivotal week. And now in history books and good games go with it. Our game of the week saw batshit draft merchant side fighting to stay in the playoff spots. Against the happy Galladay side fighting for a playoff chance. Batshit draft merchants only had Mahomes and the Steelers D hit the 20 point mark. Pittman and Jones put in a decent effort, but Fant, Everett, Gurley and Cole all failed to hit double figures. On the flip side, the hapless Galladies had a nice 20-point nights from Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and Waller, with Michael Thomas finally given a performance worthy of his lofty draft position. But Smith and Matty Ice failed to help out. And so once more, a pivotal Monday night showdown ensued. Batchet draft merchants headed into the contest with a 15.54 point cushion with Cup and Everett to play. But hapless Galladay's had Tom Brady 
Henderson, Antonio Brown, and a Bucks D to play, and headed into the game as favorite despite being behind. However, Cooper Cup went off for 25.5 points with a little help from Everett, and the difference to overcome jumped to 47.74 points. The hapless guys had the mediocre in Brady and Brown, the bad in the Bucks D, and the awful in Henderson, as the four spots ultimately came up 8.1 points shy. With Kirk Cousins and QB Taysom Hill riding the pines to more than 44 points combined, Bad decisions leave hapless Galladay at a league bottom 3-8 and eight, and firmly in the toilet bowl consideration. Batchet draft merchants have one foot in the playoffs at 6-5. and five. Owen? Yeah, Green keeping his playoff light, uh, hopes alive. Uh, had a, a nice week from um, Mahomes and just kind of steady from uh, the likes of Aaron Jones. Has just, just had a steady week. Um, but nice games again, like you said from Cooper Cup. Uh, it was a big one, and rookie Michael Pittman Jr. looks uh he looks a good one for the Colts. Yeah, he does. Yeah, big good, uh, big play potential there, and uh, he's a good athlete. You know, they're just uh, kind of like a Debo Samuel type, just getting him open and letting him do the do the work after the catch. Yeah, and he's got a a real big body as well. He's a big dude, uh, which is definitely um something that. Uh, Philip Rivers likes. Yep, absolutely. Well, after last week's shock loss, Sundays are for the boys, came back with a vengeance to hand out their second biggest blowout of the week in three weeks as they beat down Shake and Bake. As with previous week, the lethal, fearsome foursome of Watson, Cook, Adams and Hill combined for a staggering 105.96 points giving Shake and Bake no chances Sunday rolled on. In response, Shake and Bake put up a respectable score of more than 160 points to Herbert, Elliot, and the Packers' D. But all be that, only tight ends, Thomas and Higby, were the only ones in single digits. They couldn't get close to their dominant opponent. Sundays are for the boys in the week, still at the top, and one win away from a first-round playoff bye at a league-tying best 8-3. Shake and Bake, confirmed in the toilet bowl competition at a league-tying worst 3-8. and eight. What do you think? Yeah, uh, just another drumming here from Ben. Um, he's keeping pace uh, with himself. Uh, he's just outscoring everybody on a weekly basis. Makes it quite easy. Uh, Keno and Lucky to run into him. Um, but it looks like there's no end of season run from uh, Shake and Bake this year. They are uh, struggling and look sure to be in title ball conversation. Yeah, yeah, he's been unlucky. He's been unlucky, as you said, unlucky to run into... Uh into Ben this week because he beats almost everyone else in the league, uh, you know, with that score. And, uh, you know, those are the breaks. Those are the breaks. We find that a lot in fantasy football. The weeks you lose, you probably beat a whole bunch of other guys. But uh, you got to beat the one that's, uh, that's in front of you. Yeah, you can only beat what's in front of you. And, unfortunately, more often than not this season, it's been a struggle for Shake and Bay. 
Yep, yep. Game three saw another excellent battle as the Cleveland Steamers took on Easy Company 101. Cleveland Steamers only had DJ Moore and the Washington football defense hit the 20-point mark on Sunday as Jarek, Jones, Kasiki, Sanders and Duke Johnson all failed to perform in favorable matchups. In response, Easy Company had big games from Kelsey, the Saints D and Cam Newton. And despite poor outings themselves from Hines, Hunt, Washington and Cook, they were in control as we headed to Monday night, knowing that only Robert Woods, playing a daunting Bucks defense, they had a W in their hands. But Bobby Trees had other ideas going off for the Rams to the tune of 30.6 points, leading Cleveland Steamers to a 13-point unlikely victory. Cleveland Steamers end the week confirmed in the playoffs and seeking a first round bye at 8-3. Easy Company 101 now with their backs to the playoff wall at 5-6. Big win late on. Yeah, uh, definitely did this one the hard way for sure. Um, felt uh, slightly comfortable going into... I got too, a bit too uh, big in my boots there I think on Sunday night. Felt a bit too comfortable going into the late game. And sure, of course, Travis Kelsey just went off. And needed a big one out of Robert Woods and Bobby Trees turns up. He, he does the business. Yeah. Yeah, uh, for some yeah outrageously so. Really trying to offload. Uh, he's come up big for me there now. And not for the first time. Yeah, there you go. No one, no one would take him and now, now they, they all want him. You know what I mean? But an outrageous number of targets going to Cooper Cup and, and, and Robert Woods in that game. Um, against, as I said, a daunting a daunting uh, 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 defense uh, in the Buccaneers this season. Uh, what they really did, really did yeah, the damage. Sean, um, he can do it with the best of them. I, I thought he played very well. Now, the Tampa defense really struggled to not play his own. They never switch to man to man, yeah. And the likes of Woods and Cup are gonna eat up those. They're gonna find those pockets in his own defense all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. Game four saw another bruising tussle between Nina football team and Daklas in the future. Daklas in the future got the usual twenty point effort from Kyler Murray but was lacking from his sidekick Hopkins. King Henry did pile it on, but Myers, Rieger, Scott, Grant, and a goose egg from Hurst put them shy of 100 points total as Sunday came to a close. Woof! Nina football team looked like they could take their opportunity as Rodgers, Lockett, and the Browns D were all impressive in building a lead. But they had issues of their own. As Hooper and McKissick played poorly, Julio got injured, Tua was benched, and a double goose egg from Njoku and Hollywood Brown. Woof, woof. But they still had a 46-point lead heading to Monday night. Goff and Gronk put a dent in that lead for Daxons in the future, but they never trend as Nina football team take a vital win. Both teams end the week at 6-5, and five, both in the playoff spots, 
both in a scrap in the final two weeks of the season to secure a playoff berth. Owen. Yeah, uh, slugfest here. Uh, as we've alluded to before, um, deckless for the future. If they don't get that huge game from Murray, the Murray Hopkins stack, they tend to struggle. And again, we've seen that again this week here. And Ian has been able to capitalize just about being able to capitalize. Yeah. Uh, as his Nina football team stumble to, to a W. Yeah, yeah, and goose eggs all around there. Uh, uh, both teams littered with, with with poor performances. Yeah, it's a it's a case that's it's opposite to um uh, the shake and bake. And if either of these teams had played anyone else, they would have lost. That's it. That's it. I I, I put the kiss of death on 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 players twice this weekend, complimenting both Tua and. Uh, degrading uh, Melvin Gordon but uh, <laughs> those uh, those statements got old very quickly so there you go yes, yes they did yeah. anyway <laughs> yeah both teams just about in the playoffs on the edge really have to scrap it out now uh, uh, playing, playing double Browns tight ends is never going to be a winning strategy it is not it is not not, not for the no. playoffs, anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a tough position. Tough position to fill for a lot of players, a lot of teams. Well, finally, Game 5 was another doozy between unnecessary roughness and remember the tight ends. With all the action coming to the close on Sunday night, this one was back and forth all Sunday evening. Unnecessary roughness saw Tannehill. Johnson and a monster game from Keenan Allen keep them in the race. In response, only Mark Andrews hit the 20 point mark for remember the tight ends. However, only Bernard was just shy of 10 and Juju went off injured as all other players were in double figures. Things were tight as we hit the late hours of Sunday night, but two late touchdowns from Goddard and a beast mode effort from AJ Brown secures a tight win for Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness end the week in the playoff bunch at 6-5. and five. Remember the tight ends, all but out of the playoff hunt at 4-7. and seven. What do you think? Yeah, this was for sure a must-win game for Remember the Tight Ends, and uh, they're for sure coming up short here, and now they're going to be really up against it trying to get into the playoffs. Um... A nice week. Uh, finally, you got the nice week from J.K. Dobbins that he was sitting on your bench. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now it's now it's uh, COVID stricken. So uh, apparently a, a positive test. So he's gone. He's gone for two weeks. Yeah, I believe him and Ingram may be uh, out for this weekend due to COVID. Yeah. I do uh, thankfully have uh, Gus Edwards on my bench, so it could be usable. Could be usable. Yeah, uh, it's funny. Just if you look at um, if you look through the remember tight ends team, they're one of the they're one of the teams in our league that are more on the stacked end of running backs. They definitely uh, don't have a shortage of guys to play to start at running back. 
Yeah. And they're, they're struggling, unfortunately. Potentially, maybe should have yeah. made some moves before I had traded like. Perhaps, perhaps, yeah, yeah, and in a in a, in a point per reception league, um, maybe rel- being so reliant on run backs is uh is not the way to go, you know. I don't know. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. There you have it. Um, as we flick over to our uh, sleeper manager of the week was shake and bake with 92% of a perfect possible lineup. Had they hit 100%, they still would have lost. Worst manager of the week. It's the Nina football team. Only scored 74% of a perfect possible lineup. And they still won. Biggest blow of the week was Sundays for the boys over shake and bake. Narrowest victory. Batshit draft merchants over the hapless Galilees. Highest score once again. Sundays are for the boys. Lowest score. Darkness in the future. Sundays are for the boys. For the overachiever of the week. Darkness for the future. Below expectations. QB of the week. Deshaun Watson. RB of the week. Dalvin Cook. Wide receiver of the week. Keenan Allen. Tight end of the week. Travis Kelsey. Defense of the week. Cleveland Browns. Bench warmers of the week. Taysom Hill. J.K. Dobbins. Curtis Samuel, Dalton Schultz, and the Indianapolis Colts. We look forward to week 12. More huge games coming up. None more so than the one on the top of my list. Unnecessary roughness, 6 and 5. Take on a 5 and 6. Easy company 101. Man, that's a tight one. Big game for both. Winning, I'm in. Park loses, he's out. It's all on the line. All on the line week 12. Yeah, for sure. Well, for some anyway. Um, I had my win and I'm in game last week. Uh, so did Ben. And nothing on the line either really for Shake and Bake or Unhappy Goddess. It's all, it's all in the mix there in the middle. Middle of the pack. It is. It is. Three. And in the middle... In the middle of the pack, we've got the Nina football team at 6-5. and five. Take on Remember the Tight Ends at 4-7. and seven. Not technically out of the playoff picture, Remember the Tight Ends. They're to get two wins, including beating the Nina football team. They could just sneak in. Could sneak in if things fell their way. Yeah, unfortunately for them, not in their own hands. Even with two wins, they're going to need help elsewhere. But um, still... They can't do it without the two wins, so all to play for this weekend. That's it, that's it. The unhappy holidays, as you mentioned, up against your Cleveland Steamers. Uh, they're they're in they're in the toilet bowl competition at this point. They could only throw a spanner in the works, I suppose, and uh, as they play you this week and they play me next week. So uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes out. Dak is in the future, taking on Shake and Bake. It's a must-win game, really, for Dakis just to uh, to confirm their playoff spot. Uh, could be teetering on the brink if they were to go down to shake and bake. Yeah, again, and, um, uh, another case of uh, shake and bake just getting to play with the playoff picture without being in it themselves. That's it. And then a big one at the end. Sundays are for the boys at 8-3. Take on the batshit draft merchants at 6-5. and five. Again, 
infatuated around the bubble. Need to win against uh, against the juggernaut Sundays for the boys who themselves want to win to uh, claim that first round by claim that uh, that that league winning status um, with two games to go. So you know it's a big game. Uh, you know for both teams, particularly for Batchin. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's all about uh, it's all about the standings now for uh, myself and Ben. So. Um, whoever wins out will win. Will be top and get that number one seed. As a, a quick it. a quick flick to next week will see us facing off head to head in the final Ooh. regular season game. Tasty to see who potentially to see who finishes at the top of the league, looking down on the rest as we head to the playoffs. Nice, nice. Well, as week twelve approaches, it's a big one, as we said. Full slate of games, starting with three Thursday night, heading into Sunday, finishing Monday. More questions are to be asked. Can the Batchet Draft Merchants put it together and get their second South African boot into the playoff picture? Or will Sundays are for the boys keep swinging their package and steamroll their way to a first-round bye? Is a first-round buy also in the stairs for the Cleveland Steamers? Or will the hapless Galdes throw a wrench in the playoff works through the hot hand of Taysom Hill? After just one win in the past four weeks, can Daklas in the future get a vital W to secure a playoff spot? Or will Shake and Bake get the good Carson Wentz this week and put them to the sword? Can unnecessary roughness win to claim a playoff spot while single-handedly throw Easy Company 101 out? Or will Easy Company be the bell of the ball and not have their Cinderella story turned into a horror show? And can remember the tight ends, keep the faintest hope of a playoff spot alive? Or can Nina football team pick the correct lineup after two weeks on the trot has been declared as sleepers? Worst manager. All to be revealed in week twelve. <laughs> some important, some important questions there. Very important. <laughs> very pertinent, on very pertinent. Yes, yes. Princess Boric. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see who's who's the princess, who's the belle of the ball, and uh, yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, that does just about does it from us. Another big week ahead. Playoff picture, toilet bowl picture, all could be clear at the end of week 12. Yeah, lots to play for here. And yeah, you could be, uh, your season could be over on waking up Tuesday morning. It could be, or it could be all to scrap for in the final week. In the final week. But just as importantly, uh, you get the uh, extra games televised. Uh, be sure to tune in and enjoy Thanksgiving weekend. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we'll talk to you all next week as we head to our final, sadly, the final week of the fantasy football regular season. Yeah, it's gone what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Keep those downloads coming. 
keep those comments rolling in. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Enjoy. Bye. Woo! Burst their legs!